Lone Star Gun Talk is a Lone Star Gun Rights production. Original music and hosted by Derek Wills. Copyright Lone Star Gun Rights 2019. Gunners, welcome to the podcast. This is Lone Star Gun Talk, the official podcast of Lone Star Gun Rights. And I am your host, as always, Derek Wills. Thank you so much for being here. I am fully aware that today is not Sunday. It is Monday. And this is not our usual day of doing things. Uh, so I, I have to apologize. I was gone over the weekend. And uh, with all of the chaos coming out in the news, uh, I, I had to do this as soon as absolutely humanly possible. So uh, if you are new to the show, uh, because it's not our normal time, uh, go ahead and chime in on the comments where you are watching from uh, and uh, ask questions as we go along. I will answer those as, uh, as, as, uh, as we get to them. We are talking about Greg Abbott and Dan Patrick uh, showing their true blue colors. Uh, we've never really expected them uh, to be pro-gun in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and they are absolutely uh, just flat out. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to, I want to, I want to 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 make an announcement for you guys. So, uh, Lone Star Gun Rights has partnered up with the company called MyMedic. Uh, y'all may have seen their sponsored ads on your Facebook feeds or uh, Twitter feeds or, or wherever. Uh, and they make a lot of first aid kits and great things like that. Now, I told y'all whenever we first uh, redid the website, redid the podcast, and everything like that, that we were not going to have like actual sponsors anymore. And, and I'm sticking too true to that. Uh, what we are doing for our members, if you are a paid member of Lone Star Gun Rights, uh, you will get a 20% off discount code to MyMedic.com. And uh, you will be able to to be fully prepared. Uh, it is it has been long been my belief that anybody that takes up the great responsibility of arming themselves and being somebody who is prepared to stop a threat should be prepared in all aspects. You carry the gun before there's a threat. You train with the gun so that you're effective during the threat. But very few of us are prepared for what to do after the threat. If there is a threat that had to be neutralized, then chances are somebody is injured. And if that's the case, you need to have a first aid kit with you. At least something very basic, a trauma kit, something that will be uh, used to stop bleeding until EMS arrives. They're going to take 7 to 12 minutes just like law enforcement is. Uh, so what we are doing for our members, uh, we are offering 20% off of MyMedic.com as long as you are a member. And also, my medic is sending us three kits to give away to podcast listeners who are members. Uh, all you have to do to get in on that is make sure that you're a member. And um, uh, on uh, January, or I'm sorry, uh, September 29th, I will be doing the giveaway. Uh, whenever I get those kits in, I will go through them on the podcast so you can see everything that they're going to have in it. Uh, they're sending us the MyFAC Advance, the Range Medic Advanced, and the Bleed Stopper Kit. Okay. Enough with all of that. Those, those will be given away. All right, let's get to Dan Patrick and Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott is 
uh, is never has never been strong on gun rights. He has been a pushover constantly. Uh, when open carry was first being debated, constitutional carry was filed, and he said, uh, "Whichever one comes to my desk, I'll sign it." Uh, that doesn't sound very principled to me. It doesn't sound like you have a foundation on gun rights. It doesn't sound like you really care. You just want the political points. And I thought that at the time, and he's proven that that's all he cares about are the political points. They're gonna, they, they have been nonstop since session ended. They have been spinning exactly how conservative this entire legislative session has been. And how, oh yeah, we, you know, fighting to give property tax relief and this, that, and the other. Do you, do you really think that we are all this stupid? Yeah, we passed a bill to make it to where you can carry your handgun without a license for a week. As long, you know, as long as there's a dec disaster declaration that has been put up and, de and declared in the state or your local area. Oh, thank you, your, your Highness. I appreciate that very much. I now have a right as long as there's a disaster. This is the kind of crap that they've been doing ever since session started, and anytime it's politi politically convenient, that's what that, that's all they care about is there's political points because they know that a good portion of their voter base are gun rights advocates. And this is why they... You know, that's, this is why whenever the whole task force safety commission thing came out, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we forgot gun rights advocates. Okay, we'll add the Texas State Rifle Association. We'll add Mike Cox to that. That'll be okay, um, except it's not because the TSRA has been just as weak on gun rights as the NRA because they are the NRA and uh, as weak on gun rights as Dan Patrick, uh, Joan Huffman, Dennis Bonin, and... Uh, well, everybody else that has been an impediment to advancing our natural right to keep and bear arms. And make no mistake, it is a natural right. Meaning that in the state of nature, if there was no government, human beings would fashion tools to defend their life, liberty, and property. Well, guess what a firearm is? It's a tool designed to preserve your life, liberty, and property. I, 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 I can't stand it when these people say things like, oh, well, tell me where uh, guns grow on trees, that, that they're provided by nature, and tell me where in the Bible it says that you need to have a gun. Just, I, I can't with you people. I just can't. So, let's get to, let's get to uh, Greg Abbott. This is from the Texas Scorecard, and the headline is, Abbott Urges Compromise on Gun Laws. And, um... He says, if Democrats really want to change the law, they need to stop t talking to cameras and start talking to colleagues at the Capitol to reach cons a consensus. Oh, good. Thank you, Greg Abbott. I'm glad that you're willing to entertain this crap. Let's see what the Democrats have to offer as far as protecting our right to bear arms. Okay, so uh, the, the, the Texas House Democrats held a press conference and they had a letter. And they said that in this letter, uh, these are the five things that we want to keep us safe, you see. Uh, while we believe many, if not all, of the attached legislative proposals will help address gun violence, the gun violence epidemic, it's not an epidemic. I'll get into that in a minute. At minimum... Meaning there's more, but at minimum, we ask you to place the following items on the call for a special session, mind you. That is what that is. One, 
enacting extreme risk protection order laws and closing existing loopholes in current protective order laws. So that's red flag right there. Uh... The, the fact that, that we even entertain this idea as being a viable one is asinine. They continue on. Closing the background check loopholes. Okay, that means uh, universal background checks. for What that means is private gun sales. So if you want to sell on uh, armslist.com or you want to sell on... Uh, Texas Gun Trader or wherever you want to sell, you would then have to perform a background check. And what that would essentially mean is you have to go to an FFL somewhere, y'all meet up there, you transfer your gun to the FFL, he'll do the Knicks check on it, fill out the 4473, and when everything uh, comes out okay, he'll give him the gun. Okay, Banning the sale of high-capacity magazines. They have hijacked this term. A standard capacity magazine is 30 rounds. It has always been 30 rounds. When the M I'm sorry, when the M16 first came out, okay, they used uh 20-round mags. It was either 15 or 20-round mags. And that was because the predecessor to the M16, the M14, which fired a much larger round, the 762 by 51 round, it had a 20-round magazine. Well, the whole purpose of shifting from the M14 to the M16, which was originally designated the AR-15, let us not forget, was because ammo is heavy. Ammo is so heavy. If you don't believe me, go to Academy, go to your favorite gun shop, ask to hold a couple of hundred rounds. Just to hold it. And then imagine that you're trekking through terrain with that with that ammo strapped to your body. Okay, ammunition is heavy. I don't care what caliber it is. Some are going to be lighter than others. Certainly, carrying 100 rounds of 50 BMG is going to be much heavier than carrying rounds carrying 100 rounds of 9mm. But it's still heavy. It's lead. It's gunpowder. It's copper. And it's brass. It's not exactly light. And... Uh, anyway, uh, checking in on the comments, criminal criminals don't pay, don't do background checks. Very valid point. None of these laws would have stopped the recent shootings either. Really? You don't say, uh, uh, you know, uh, governor Abbott, um, I would like to know how, why you're entertaining these when this point right here, none of these laws would have stopped the recent shootings. Why is this your go-to? It makes zero since okay i'm going to continue on before i continue on this uh uh this tangent limiting the open carry of certain semi-automatic long guns okay so you would they're now going to continue to uh uh they, they, they would make it to where you cannot carry a long gun on you which is now perfectly legal you can constitutionally carry an ar or an ak or a shotgun on you without a license uh, and requiring that stolen guns be reported to law enforcement. Okay. Here's the thing. None of these, as was pointed out by... Uh, who was that in the comments that pointed that out? By Scott. Scott, thank you very much for your comment. Because you are absolutely a thousand percent correct. None of these laws 
would have done anything to stop the shooting in El Paso, and none of them would have stopped the shooting in Dayton, Ohio. Okay? The guy in El Paso bought his firearm from somebody who was manufacturing them in his garage. Now, it is perfectly legal for anybody to go and buy an 80% lower and manufacture an AR-15 for personal use. You are forbidden by law from transferring that weapon because there is no serial number on it. And that's, by the way, probably going to be the next thing that they go after are ghost guns. Because they're scary. Because you can't track them. So, there was no background check that would have been performed. Uh, because he made it in his garage with the intent to sell. Okay. Um, the uh, the high-capacity magazine... Uh, good luck getting those off the streets. There are, there are more than those than there are weapons. And I am sure that anybody that has one... Uh, will not be willfully turning turning them in. Uh, what were what were the other ones? Uh, banning the cell, uh, or closing the background checks loophole again wouldn't have done anything. Extreme risk protection order laws. This guy didn't have an extreme risk protection order on him uh, because well nobody reported it. Okay, so that failed. Limiting the open carry of certain semi-automatic handguns. Well, or I'm sorry, long guns. Well, uh. I don't think he would have abided by that because he shot a bunch of people in a Walmart, which is illegal. So that wouldn't have stopped him. And requiring stolen guns to be reported to law enforcement. Uh, well, I don't know of anybody that's going to not report that their guns just got stolen. And these guns weren't stolen. From what I understand, they were manufactured. Okay. So none of that would have done anything. And Greg Abbott is urging compromise. We need to compromise, okay? Because we can't just, we can't have an unfettered natural right, okay? It's, it's not natural. Government gave it to you, so we need to be able to, to uh, um, we need to be able to control that because certain people are going to do bad things. Right. Okay. So let's play this out. Let's say you enact red flag. You enact red flag and a neighbor legitimately is concerned, or a family member, we'll, 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 we'll use Dan Crenshaw's valid whatever. Uh, let's say a wife, girlfriend, uh, mother, father, whatever, somebody that has close ties to the person says, huh, I think that this person is, going, is dangerous to themselves and others. So I'm going to file, the, file a petition to the court to have an extreme risk protection order put on him and have his firearm seized. Okay. And let's pretend that it is a matter of fact that this person is an actual danger to himself and others. Uh, let's say he is actively planning to shoot up a school, to shoot up a, uh, a mall, to shoot up a Walmart, doesn't matter. He's planning to invoke mass chaos. Let's say that that's actually a matter of fact, uh, just for the sake of argument. Okay. So uh, law enforcement comes on and they're like, that was my fault. Now, now my dogs are, are barking. My apologies. Uh, excuse me, sir. This is police. Uh, we're going to take your firearms because uh, we have reason to believe that you are a danger to society. Uh, so um, uh, we're, we're, we're going to take your firearms. And let's say that he actually complies because, well, he's been planning this and he doesn't want to tip his hand. So, uh, oh. Okay. All right. Here, here you go, Mr. Officer. Uh, you can take all my guns. Okay. They removed the guns from him. Now what? Well, um, 
Well, he's dead set on killing a bunch of people, and um, he is absolutely uh, hell-bent on doing this. Well, now he doesn't have any guns. Well, um, I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to make some explosives to... Uh, uh, sorry, guys. Uh, I'm going to have to make some explosives. It's not that hard. You know, you do this some regular... Uh, Regular household products, make some C4, make some napalm, whatever it might be. Uh, we're going to, um, we, we, we're going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this anyway. It's just, I'm not going to use the guns because they took them. Well, now what? Well, now we are stuck in a situation where there's been an explosion reported at a school, at a Walmart, wherever his target was. And now there are people that are maimed, they are, uh, they have limbs blown off, a bunch of people are dead. Oh, well, uh, I guess we should make bombs Ill oh, wait, huh, I guess bombs are already illegal, um, we should've just thrown his ass in jail. That's what we should've done, we should've just thrown his ass in jail, cause he, 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 he turned out to be the type of guy that the extreme risk protection order was used, was written for, right? Oh, so, and he still ended up killing a bunch of people because it wasn't the gun, it was the fact that he was an evil person and he wanted to kill a bunch of people. Oh. Um, so, so what does this red flag law do? Oh, it's for anybody that's not planning on killing a bunch of people, it's to take their freaking guns from them. Oh, I see now. It makes perfect sense. It's not about pr protecting the public, because if it was, we probably would have prosecuted him under conspiracy. Oh, wait, we can't do that, you see, because in order to prosecute somebody, we need to, to have hard evidence to prove in a court of law beyond a reasonable doubt. Whereas uh, for an extreme risk protection order, we just need to make a claim and make it seem like it's at least more true than not. It's a completely different burden of proof. It's a civil court, different thing. So we, we, we can't be worried about upholding the blind arm of justice. Uh, and uh, and, and we, we, we can't be bothered with that. You know why? Because we need to protect you. And we can't protect you if we can't prosecute somebody on conspiring to kill a bunch of people because we don't have the evidence to do it. So we're going to violate everybody's due process rights and the same freaking people that are going to report your Facebook posts and throw you in Facebook jail because they're offended at what you said are now going to call the police and have them come take your damn firearms from you because they think you might be a danger. Oh, wow. Epiphany. And yet people like Greg Abbott don't see this. People like Dan Crenshaw don't see this. You know, we've caught a lot of flack for even calling out Ted Cruz in the Senate subcommittee meeting for saying that this might be a part of the solution. We don't know officially where he stands, but he was at least willing to entertain it. This is absolutely asinine. People should be pissed that this is even part of the conversation. Because this is nowhere else. This is not ever going to solve a damn thing, just like any of the other gun control laws on the books. Before the full auto ban, full auto was very rarely ever used in a crime. 
Before uh, the National Firearms Act of 1934, things were actually pretty good until they banned alcohol and then organized crime came up. You never needed to enact any of the gun control laws. You know why? Because evil people are evil and they will do their evil things whatever tools they have with whatever tools they have at their at, at their disposal. So if you really want to get rid of uh uh, you, you really want to stop gun violence? You have to come up with a magical way to rid the entire planet of firearms. But you know what will happen when you do that? Evil people will use a different tool. So now we're going to go and we're going to talk about... Uh, where... where uh, sorry. I have misplaced this. Uh, before I get in here, uh, I want to I want to talk about this. Uh, this is another report from the LA Times, and this is kind of a minor self promotion thing um, because I I was interviewed for this. Uh, now I only got one quote in there, which is fine, uh, but it's absolutely true. This is more talking about, and and I I have to hand it to uh, Miss Molly here. Uh, she was incredibly. She was, she was a huge sweetheart, and uh, we had a great talk for about 45 minutes. And the way she opened this piece should tell you everything that you need to know about Greg Abbott. It opens with, Four years ago, Texas Governor Greg Abbott urged his constituents to arm up. Quote, I'm embarrassed. Texas, number two in the nation for new gun purchases behind California, he tweeted. Let's pick up the pace. Last week, as Texas was coming to terms with recent back-to-back -back mass shootings, Abbott sounded like a changed man. Quote, The Texas House and Senate are going to work on laws to keep communities safe from gun violence, Abbott tweeted, promising proposals this week to help prevent more massacres. You are not supposed to... Your, your job is not to keep people safe. Your job is to protect liberty. Period. End of story. And if you are thinking that a new law is going to, one, protect liberty, and two, keep us safe, you are incredibly naive. You are absolutely naive, and you are unfit to hold whatever office you have. If, it doesn't matter who, who you are. If you believe that, honestly believe that, then you, you are unfit to represent us in any capacity. Because you are, put, you are taking individual liberty away in order to uh, in order to give us the illusion of security. Many of y'all are familiar with the quote from Ben Franklin that says, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. And what's interesting, for those that have been listening for, for a while, uh, I've talked about this quote before. What's interesting is that quote is actually about taxes, believe it or not. Uh, he was a part of the uh, Pennsylvania General Assembly at the time. This was before the United States. This was, uh, I believe, 1755, if memory serves me right. And uh, they had militiamen out on the frontier exploring uh, the unsettled lands of the, of the New World. Well, I guess it wasn't the New World now, but the, the, the unsettled and unexplored areas of, uh, of the colonial United States, right? Well... The governor at the time, who was incredibly loyal to the crown, wanted to uh, raise taxes even more on people in order to fund this. And Ben Franklin didn't, 
he was not he didn't want to entertain that idea because he knew what their governing documents said, what their constitution said. And he said, look, we have done all that we can. We have raised taxes to the ability. We have proposed laws. We haven't actually done it. We've proposed laws that you have vetoed that were within the confines of the Constitution as far as tax raising is concerned. And you vetoed all those. You, you threw them away because you didn't think that they would raise enough money. And you said that you want a you want something that will get the money. Doesn't care how. Essentially, you want us to confiscate property. And he said, I am not going to entertain the idea of taking people's essential liberty of property ownership in order to purchase some temporary security for the people out on the frontiers against uh, Indian attacks or whatever, because that is not something that we stand for. You are violating people's property rights if that's what you want. And that's where that quote came from, believe it or not. But it still holds true to the gun rights community. Because you don't take away people's essential liberties. And that is natural rights. You don't take people's natural rights away in order to maybe protect somebody against something that is, I don't know, going to happen anyway. Um, anyway, going back to uh, this article... Uh, I I had a quite a long conversation with her, and I, I thought that it was it was a it was really a great conversation. Uh, and CJ Grisham was also uh, part of that uh, interview as well. And this is what I had to say: Derek Wills, who hosts the Pro Gun Podcast Lone Star Gun Talk, said he too is worried to hear Texas Republicans suggest con gun control concessions. "Quote: I have zero confidence." in the vast majority of Republicans in this state, he said. Now, that's my only quote in this, but it's true. I have zero faith in them. Do you know why? Because gun control has never passed without Republican support. No single gun control bill has ever passed or become law without Republican support. And I know that if you, if you are against Republicans then that means that you want Democrats. I, know, I, I am fully aware that that's exactly what that means. It means, oh, you're, you're bashing a, a Republican? Well, you, you, you do realize that that's, that's going to get Democrats elected, and, and they're going to be far worse. I, I realize that. But we at Lone Star Gun Rights are principled people, and the people that follow us are principled people. We will always put our tenets, our beliefs, and our philosophies above party loyalty because party loyalty breeds tyranny and that's how we end up in where we are today that is how we end up with uh with republicans enacting copious amounts of gun control that is how we end up in a in an era where people where people think it is okay to take 40 50 60% 100% of your hard income hard earned income in order to fund pet projects and redistribute wealth. This is how we end up in a country where our currency is devalued by over 96%. This is how we end up in a country where we spend $4.5 trillion on crap that the government has no business spending money on. You want to know how to break that cycle? We need to hold Republicans accountable no matter how, I don't care how much you love them. I don't care 
if Ted Cruz comes out and and he's been solid on everything else, I don't care if he comes out and says, "I'm you know what, I'm going to support that uh, that red flag law. I'm going to support the TAPS Act." Hold him accountable for that. Make it known to where nobody is safe because they have an R next to their name. You know how else you do that? And this is going to be incredibly controversial. How about you vote for somebody that has earned it? You know, we uh, we don't take a, a an official political stance on party. We don't. We hold people accountable regardless of party. Um, we think that anybody who is pro-liberty deserves to uh, be part of the national stage. Now, that is not an automatic pandering to the Libertarian Party. That is to anybody. Uh, Dwayne Stovall is running for U.S. Senate. He was running as an independent, but now he has officially said that he's going he's gonna to try and primary John Cornyn. Anybody who is pro-liberty needs to have their voice heard. And if, they, if you have heard their voice and you believe in their voice and they have earned your vote, you should vote for them. We need to stop wearing this, this you know, blue and red jerseys and say, oh, it's my team or no team. How, well, how has that worked out for us? It, it really hasn't. Um, it, it just, it absolutely hasn't. Um, okay. So I want to get more focused on Dan Patrick because what Dan Patrick said was absolutely atrocious. Here's Dan Patrick and he is absolutely, he has stepped in it so bad that even the NRA is kind of going after him. They're softballing it, but they are actually calling him out just a little bit. Essentially, what he has called for is universal background checks, and we think that it's going to be a little bit more, quote-unquote, conservative. Uh, because here's what he says. About 10 to 15% of guns bought in this country are bought stranger to stranger. They don't know who they're selling to. Could be a felon. Could be somebody going, getting ready to rob a bank. Could be somebody about to commit a mass act of violence, and we have to stop stranger to stranger sales. There is no need for a stranger to sell to a gun to another stranger. That's irresponsible, and the NRA needs to get behind that. That's where Republican voters are. That's where many Republican legislators are, and I believe that that can pass Congress. He's calling for this at the federal level. So here's what I think, here's what we think is actually going to happen. Here's what we think is actually going to come to fruition. You can only sell to people who are either immediate family members and or who have a license to carry. Wouldn't that throw a nice little wrench in things for us? Here we are trying to get constitutional carry passed because we believe that it's a right, not a damn privilege, to carry the tools you deem necessary for self-defense on your person. But the state thinks otherwise. The state thinks that you need to get a permission slip because we don't know who you are. If you're walking around with a holstered handgun grocery shopping, you might just decide to shoot that place up. So we need to know who you are. Except for the fact that, um, oh, there's about a 100% chance that somebody that's walking through a Kroger 
uh, before they asked people to stop open carrying for whatever reason, uh, with an, with a holstered handgun going grocery shopping, there's a zero percent chance that he is about to sh- in, invoke uh, chaos on people just because. If anything, there is about a hundred percent chance that he will only remove his weapon from his holster should there be a threat that needs to be neutralized. Oh, but see, if we control this, then here's the here's the thing. If we control this, then only the good guys will have guns. And then, when only the good guys will have guns, well, th- then we just won't need to carry guns no more. I know, that's probably a little conspiratorial, but, uh, you know, I, I'm just trying to play this out the best that I can. Dan Patrick, y- y- I, I always found it hilarious always found it hilarious when he first won the lieutenant governor's seat that even organizations like Breitbart said that he was a Tea Party candidate. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? This guy is one of the most pro-establishment people ever. He's not a, he is not a Tea Partier. He's an idiot. And he has proved to be an idiot time and time again. He thinks because he is, by technical standards, um, the most powerful man in Texas, that he has the ability to do whatever he wants. And as long as the members of the legislature are going to fall in line, which they will, he's right. How is it that gun control never passes without Republican support? Because some dumbass Republican who has power calls for it and they fear him like he's some sort of God. And you know what? They are going to push it. If it's not going to be in a special session, then I promise you come 2021 SB three or SB four will be a, a, a gun control bill. Maybe SB five. It's going to be a prioritized bill. And it's going to be pushed by Republicans. I actually don't believe that the that the Texas legislature is going to flip blue in uh, in November. I don't believe that. I, I think that, um, I mean, yeah, there's a chance. I'm not going to take that for granted. But I do believe that Republicans will hold the, hold the House and the, and the Senate in Texas. And Dan Patrick will be pushing gun control. And it will pass the Republican-controlled House and the Republican-controlled Senate. And it will be signed by the Republican governor. You know, a lot of people ask, why should we join Lone Star Gun Rights? What do we get for joining Lone Star Gun Rights? I mean, $60 for, a, for an annual membership is uh, it's kind of a lot. Uh, so, so what do we get for $60 a year? Well, for one, you get the fact that we were founded right here in Texas. We were homegrown here in Texas. Uh, you get the fact that, that we are doing things that are unlike other gun, gun, uh, gun rights advocacy groups. We are not afraid to call out Republicans. And we don't care who we upset at that. We really don't. Um, we we will call out Republicans just as much as we will pu- call out Democrats. 
And there's a reason for that. A lot of people get upset for that. We had uh, several months ago and then just kind of started happening again. A lot of people upset because we called out Ted Cruz. How dare you call out Ted Cruz? You, you did, you're taking him out of context. Did he say that he said that uh, red flag could be part of the solution? Well, yeah, but you didn't. Did he say that? Yeah, but then he should be at least looked at. He hasn't taken any official stance. So he hasn't taken any action. But it's a, it's, a, it's a red flag, pardon the pun, in our mind. So we're going to call that out. You get honesty and integrity with us. And, uh, you know, right now, nobody here at Lone Star Gun Rights takes a salary. Uh, I, would, I would very much... I, I, we all have day jobs to pay the bills. And occasionally we have had to reach into our own pockets whenever urgency necessitated that we needed funds. Um, but nobody right, nobody right now takes, uh, takes a salary Lone Star Gun Rights. So, uh, and I would be lying if I said that that's going to be the, the, that's our goal. We would all love to be able to do this full time and pay our bills. Uh, but right now the mission comes first. And so that $60 that you give us for your annual membership goes to fund our fight. And, uh, like I said, we partnered with my medic, uh, and we're going to be giving back to make sure that you get your money's worth. You know, Dan Patrick, he has said all that you need to know about, about him. The fact that he has even upset the NRA, who is, let's face it, they have never been good for gun rights. The NRA has been good for the gun industry, but what's, as uh, Yankee Marshall said uh, over a year ago, what's good for the gun industry is not good for gun owners. It's not good for gun rights. And the fact that they that Patrick has even upset him says a lot. Now, Patrick is going to retain his office until 2022, and it is absolutely imperative that we find somebody worthy to replace him. We don't do recalls in Texas. We don't have them in the books. And uh, to be completely honest, by the time, by the time you got anything said and done, the session would be over. You know, the session lasts 140 days, and it's every two years. It's why a lot of people were saying, "Well, we should recall Bonin. We should have something." No, by the time anything gets said and done, session's over. Yeah, uh, Governor Abbott could just call a special session. There's rumors saying that he will. And you know what? If he does, we'll be there. And we'll be there loud and obnoxiously because we will never compromise ever. Um, never. It saddens me. It sickens me. It, it puts a fire into my core unlike anything else. You expect this from the Democrats. And if you've become as disgruntled as I have, you now expect it from Republicans. But there's only one way to really fight that. It's to get active. It's to make sure that your voices are being heard. What do you believe in and why? We believe that the, that the right to bear arms is a natural right. The Second Amendment doesn't give us crap. It protects us. That means that even if the Second Amendment said 
that the right of the people, the, the, that the ability to keep and bear arms is not something that the, is not something that the people have. If it said people do not have the right to keep and bear arms, if it said only government has the right to keep and bear arms, that wouldn't change the fact that we have the natural right to do so. You know, uh, a lot of people say it's a God-given right. I, I believe that. That means that government never granted that right. And government can't take away or regulate or alter or abridge or infringe on or control anything that they didn't give us. Period. Since they didn't give us the right to bear arms, they can't control it. It is beyond their scope of authority. That would be like if uh, I see Susan in here. If I gave Susan a dollar and Bob comes up and says, oh, I want you to give me 50 cents. Well, that, he doesn't have the authority to ask for that because he didn't give it. I gave it to her and I could have at the time of giving it to her said, I'm going to I'm not actually just going to give you 50 cents. But since government didn't give it, government can't take it away. Government can't control it. Government can't pick who can and can't exercise it. We all have the freedom of thought, the freedom of uh, expression, the freedom of speech, the freedom to live our lives as we see fit, as long as we don't encroach upon the rights of another person to do the very same. And anybody, anybody who seeks to alter that, anybody that seeks to control that, thinks that they own you. That's all it boils down to. Slaves get told when they can and can't do something. Are we descendants of slaves or are we descendants of, of warriors? Are we descendants of peasants or are we descendants of of great men who fought and gave everything to create a country that recognized the very notion of natural rights. That's what you need to ask yourself. And that's what you need to, that's what you need to uh, know in order to, to know what you believe in. I'm not a descendant of peasants. I am not somebody that is going to sit idly by while the government continues to trample on our natural rights. And you shouldn't be either. So, that is going to wrap it up for me. I appreciate you guys being here. I really do. Uh, if you could, please join Lone Star Gun Rights for uh, $6 a month or $60 for the year at... Uh, lsgr.live slash join uh, we are also adding new products and new gear all the time uh, be sure that you that you uh, become a member before September 29th uh, to be eligible for the giveaway uh, we're giving away a lot of good stuff but uh, anyway guys until next Sunday arm yourself with knowledge and share the ammo <laughs>